And hell yeah. It's Friday night. It's time for the happy hour, the happiest hour of two hours of comedy at Mutiny Radio. It's the day before, it's the night before Christmas. And all through the house, there were no comedians. <laughs> no, there were, there's, there's four of us. And we've got chat. So um, we're going to be listening to in the fills today is uh, Soul Sausage, which was Frosty Nugs' show back in 2014 that he had here at Mutiny Radio. And uh, he unfortunately died last year on Christmas Eve. Um, last year. So it's been a year, and we miss you, Frosty Nugs. And so it's weird getting to listen to his voice, and it's like it's like he's here, but he's not here. But maybe he's here, or I don't know. I think about him a lot. Uh, he was a really, really funny guy and really, really generous, always fed all the comedians at all the shows. And every time I performed for him, he'd give me 100 bucks, And I was like, I don't know why you're giving me money. And he'd be like, take the money. And, um, and you know, the, the only regret I have is that I never slept with him. He, he propositioned me so many times, and I never took him up on it because he liked so much cocaine and so many prostitutes. Um, but, you know, I do. Maybe that's a regret that I didn't. Uh, I never took him up on his propositions. All right, we're gonna listen. We're gonna listen to a little music, and uh, you guys, you'll all get to hear Frosty Nug's voice today throughout the uh, throughout the broadcast. And we're just gonna do really like long sets and stuff. We've got Lauren Kraut in the house, one of my favorite comedians in the Bay Area. Mike Bonds is around. He's getting a pizza. We think we don't know. The Waze app has sent him in the wrong direction. It'll probably send him to a Popeyes chicken. Uh, that's his joke. <laughs> Just calling back. And we've got Fiat, Fiat Chase in the house. Uh, Chad from My Brilliant Buddies is going to be running the ones and twos. And uh, we're glad that you're all here. So we'll listen to a little bit of Soul Sausage. And then we'll be back with comedy. Uh, happy Christmas. Uh, Merry Holidays.
Come on. Some action, but like Mick Jagger said, I can't get no satisfaction. The girls are all around, but none of them wanna get with me. My threads are fresh and I'm looking deaf. Yo, what's up with LOC? The girls are all jocking at the other end of the bar, having drinks with some no name chump when they know that I'm a star. So I got them shows over to the other side of the cantina. I asked the guy why he's so fly. He said, Funky Comadina. Chicks, put a little Medina in your glass, and the girls will come real quick. It's better than any alcohol or aphrodisiac. A couple of sips of this love potion, and she'll be on your lap. So I gave some to my dog when he began to beg, and then he licked his bowl, and he looked at me and did a wild thing on my leg. He used to scratch and bite me before he was much, much meaner. But now all the poodles run to my house for the funky cold Medina. You know what I'm saying? I got every dog in my neighborhood breaking down my door. I got Spuds, McKenzie, Alex, and Strohs. They won't leave my dog alone with that Medina pal. I went up to this girl. She said, hi, my name is Sheena. I thought she'd be good to go with a little funky cold Medina. She said, I don't like a drink. I said, mm, I'll go get it. And then a couple of sips, she go lick the lips, and I knew that she was with it. So I took her to my crib, and everything went well as planned. But when she got her dress, it was a big old mess. Sheena was a man. So I threw her mouth. I don't fool around with no Oscar Maya Wiener. You must be sure that your girl is pure for the funky cold Medina. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no plans with a man. This is the 80s, and Lope is down with the ladies. No joke. Break it down. As a contestant on the love connection The audience voted And you know they picked a winner I took my date to the Hilton for Medina and some dinner We had a few drinks I'm thinking soon what I'll be getting Instead she started talking about plans for a wedding So I grabbed my coat and hit the door I said baby I'll be seeing ya That's why I found you don't fool around With the funky cold Medina You know what I'm saying? That Medina's a monster.
one there it is hey clap your hands together stalwarts of comedy yay keep your hands clapping for chad stein running the ones and twos of my brilliant buddies thursdays two to four yay hey i'm your host pam benjamin we're here at mutiny radio and frosty is dead and it's sad and it makes me think about my own mortality but that's not funny. Ha ah, uh, No, I already told my uh, story about how uh, he propositioned me for sex. And that was nice. I did let him do blow off my tits once, though. <laughs> it's hard. It's because they're so small, though. I always wanted to get um, a pearl necklace. Like, my boobs are too small to be, like, titty-fucked or whatever. And, and I always wanted a pearl necklace. Never got one. Uh, but I have gotten my fair share of pearl keychains. I love that old joke. Nah, it's like uh, when you lean into the glass ceiling, you know, I like to do it with my cleavage so I can try to, uh, hey, what's up? I like to lean into the glass ceiling with my cleavage so I can like leave a mark and then like, come on guys, let me break on through. Feminism, cool. Uh, we're all here. I wanted to. I wanted to run weird old jokes, so you can tell by those first two, <laughs> the ones that never worked. Uh, how about this one? Oh my God, I, this joke has never worked. Let's see if it works now. Let's see if I can remember it. Did you guys hear that the KKK is adopting a highway in Georgia? Did you hear this? The racism has gone to a fever pitch. The KKK is adopting a highway in Georgia. And before you freak out, you know, they're, they're really going to be environmentalist about it. They're going to be very, very green. Uh, so the signs will actually be hung from the trees all along the road. There's going to be, I mean, before you think, 
I mean, they're going to be really green. They're not going to use asphalt. Uh, they're going to use the recycled bones of dead Jews. Right? And it'll just be, it'll just be lit with just burning crosses here on the KKK highway. Did you know Gordon Lightfoot was a racist? It's total slander. I, he's totally not. I just wanted to be able to sing the song. <laughs> See, that joke has never worked. I think for multiple reasons. <laughs> There's multiple reasons why it should never work. But my abortion jokes kill. Uh, oh. Low-hanging fruit, I know. Um, <laughs> I do, I do love, I do love abortions though because I love midazolam. That's my favorite drug. Midazolam, short-lived, fast-acting benzodiazepine. No one else likes drugs. Cool. Uh, I love drugs. That's why I have abortions because <laughs> I love drugs. I do love midazolam though. And during my second abortion, my feet were up in the stirrups, and they gave me the drug, and I felt so good. And they were like, you know, it's a five-minute procedure. Some people talk. Some people don't talk. It's like, has anyone ever told jokes? And I seriously did five minutes. I did a hot five during my abortion. <laughs> it was a bringer show. I left it there. <laughs> the only regret I have about that second abortion is they wouldn't let me bring my phone in so I couldn't tape the set. Was it life-changing? Was it meaningful? Do I even remember it? Cool abortions. So I, COVID, we got, have you heard the rumors? We might get shut down again. It's so, so scary because of the Omicron and everything. I just, I don't want that to happen again because I was so lonely and I was walking and walking and thinking and thinking and walking alone. And I felt like Socrates. Yes, I'm going to compare myself to Socrates. And I was walking and thinking and I didn't want to write anything down because he didn't write anything down. And I know why, because he was going to get us all in trouble. I shouldn't have written this thing down. I wrote it down. I'm walking and thinking and I thought the most horrible thought. And then I thought, oh, you shouldn't write that down. And then I wrote it down and I'm like, oh, no, no, I wrote it down. And so now... Every time I say it, it gets a little bit diffused, but I still, uh, it was, I am so bored that I want to rip out my IUD and fuck some guy and get pregnant so I can have an abortion just so I can have something to do. I want some drama in my life and some free drugs. Come on. <laughs> I want to have an abortion during the pandemic. It's okay. That's not going to happen. I'm, I'm going through menopause now I don't have I have like no eggs left uh but I did I wrote it down and I was like I'm going to hell that's absolutely true but I'm going to hell because of something I did way previous uh in 1919 in 2000 2001 my ex-husband was a veterinarian and he had a veterinary thing at Disney World I love Disney World. Does anyone else love Disney? I love, like, I love Disney. I love the attention to detail. I love it all. I love everything. I love paying for it. I love the whole thing. It's always perfect and happy, and you're paying for this beautiful wonderland that they create, and it's just all made up, and it's like, I believe you. I believe the fantasy. I love it. Okay, so I wanted to go, but it was the first week of school, and I was at a new district, and I just got this new job, and I was like, there's no way I can get out of the first week of teaching at a new school. So I went into my principal and I sat down and I said, I know we're prepping this week and I know we're supposed to start next week, but uh, I 
have to get an abortion. And she let me go. And I went to Disney World. I went to did. I was on a midnight flight and then I missed the first week of school. And so then I got back and I was very somber. It was really fun at Disney, <laughs> Disney World too. It was like the monorails and the stuff. And the, anyway, so I get back to school and I'm somber. And my principal comes up to me and she says, no, are you okay? Do you need more time? Like, what were you thinking about? And I said, I thought a lot about kids. Because I was at Disney World for a week. So I wasn't lying. Anyways, that's why I'm going to hell. That, that and the, it's, it's lying about an abortion and getting an abortion equal weight of going to hell, I think. Yes, someday I will be able to string those together in the funniest set that ever said it. Uh, I'm gonna shut up. No, I don't have to talk and talk and talk. I'm here for you guys tonight. Uh, we're just gonna do hella long sets. We're gonna see what happens. Like, basically, like, you can go until we're all bored. <laughs> and we'll let you know, right? I don't know. Do you wanna mad dog each other to see who goes first? Or do you wanna, like, Rochambeau? Will you do my game? Will you do the, the cat tinfoil microwave game? It's like Rochambeau, except tinfoil beats microwave. Well, first, cat beats tinfoil, and tinfoil beats microwave, and microwave beats cat. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you can be cat, tinfoil, microwave. Okay, who, who are the first two who are going to battle for the first space? You're going to battle? Okay, here we go. We've got Lauren and Devone. It's cat, tinfoil, microwave. And we shoot on three. So we go one, two, three. Oh, okay. So you get to choose first or second. Because tinfoil, or because microwave beats cat. Okay. So put your hands together, everybody, for your first comedian of the night. It's Devone. Yay. What's up, y'all? I didn't know what we were doing. Okay, so I go first. Cool. It's messed up. I wasn't ready. Yeah, my name Devon. Uh, I like big women because that's the only ones that mess with me for some reason. I don't know why. Oh, yeah, I wasn't feeling that. I like that. Uh, yeah. So, um, this pandemic crazy, man. You need a vaccination for everything, man. You need a vaccination for the bars. You need a vaccination for the gym. You need a vaccination for your job. Man, they fired my boy because he's like, man, I ain't getting that. So now he fired. He called me, man, like, man, I don't know what to do. I'm like, go get the shots. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And then um, you need a vaccination for flying out of town, too. It's crazy. So I was with this chick, man. She said, you got your vaccine? I said, not you, too. I said, whatever. Cool. Y'all tough crap. Um, yeah. I hate going to work every day, man. If I can quit, I would. But, you know. You gotta pay bills every day. So I get up hella early, man. I didn't know coffee had x socks in it. I drunk that in the middle of traffic, man. Tough crowd, tough crowd. Like y'all. <laughs> yeah, um, wearing these masks made me realize my breath ain't what I thought it was. Cool. 
man, this girl tricked me wearing a mask. Man, I thought she was attractive. You know, I was, I was like saying hi to her in her mask because all you see is her forehead and her eyes. I'm like, oh, she cute. You know, and I said, take your mask off. She took it off and said, oh, shit. <laughs> you know what I thought you were. <laughs> uh, nice talking to you. Oh, tough crowd, tough crowd. I like it. Uh, you ever go in the car and see somebody with their mask on? You be like, why you got a mask on in the car by yourself? Who gonna give you the virus in the car by yourself? Cool. I like it, like it. <laughs> and then you go in the store and you forget your mask, so you gotta walk in there like this. You're like, this is a mask. No, 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 it's not a mask. This is a mask right here. I forget my mask sometimes, you know? Cool, cool. I like y'all. Tough crap. These gas prices high, man. Five dollars? Crazy. You gotta pick your spots where you gotta go. I only go like the two spots and that's it. You know, you can't drive around like you used to. Sure, you can catch me on a skateboard pretty soon. I got a V8, man. I feel sorry for the people that got trucks, though. Shit. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, man, what I was going to say. I miss Trump. Anybody else miss Trump? <laughs> stuff was off the hook when he was here, man. It was fun. Interesting. We had stuff burning down. We had riots. Protests. I was going to walk, but they walked too damn far. So, you know. I wasn't with it. Yeah. Biden, we got Biden now and shit boring now since Biden president and shit. People falling asleep and shit. Cool, cool. I like y'all, man. Tough. <laughs> <laughs> I love eating pussy, y'all. I love it. Anybody else love eating pussy in here? Yeah. All right. I love it because my dick ain't shit. Cool, y'all laugh finally. Yeah, right, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> all right, cool, cool. There's a couple things I think should be banned. Agree with me if you feel it. Disagree if you don't feel it, all right? Here we go. I think blind people shouldn't be fucking. Why? Because who gonna watch the baby when she get pregnant? No, y'all don't feel that? Disagree? Okay. <laughs> Number two, I think eating ass should be banned. There's people eating ass as we speak. Why? That's where you shit from. Okay, I don't feel that either, okay. Cool, I like y'all. Number three, you shouldn't let a girl ride your face unless she's lesser than what you weigh. You feel that too, no? Yeah, I let a girl ride my face, almost suffocated and passed out in the pussy, man. She didn't know, cause she was in the moment. I was drowning in the pussy, man. It's dangerous. Cool, cool, I like y'all. Um. I realize I'm unattractive, man. Motherfuckers call me Lil Wayne, T-Pain, Flavor Flav. Another motherfucker call me Whoopi Goldberg. I was gonna cut my dreads off and shit. Island, ooh, I love it. Boy, I'm killing it here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know why, how they come up with these motherfucking names for these viruses, man. I wanna sit at the table with the next one they pick, you feel me? First one, what the coronavirus? After a drink? Crazy, right? Second one, Delta virus? Why well, couldn't be Southwest virus? Or a variant, whatever the shit is. And now the new one called what? Omarion? Omegatron? Whatever the shit is called. Okay, cool, cool. I love it, boy. Oh, shit. Yeah. Mm. Um, you know, I don't know how much time I got, but I'm going to keep going until I can't go. Oh, I got a minute. Cool. Thank you. A lot of times I'll be like, what the fuck wrong with people when I be driving and shit or just out throughout the day? 
So I be driving and shit. Somebody will cut me off. I'm like, what the fuck wrong with this person, man? Who gave him a license? Oh. And then other time of the day, I be like, what the fuck wrong with people when they come to the job and trip for no reason? I'm like, I didn't fuck with you. Why you fucking with me? Ruin my whole motherfucking day. What the fuck wrong with people, man? Cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah, they let Bill Cosby out, man. I like that. Y'all like that? Cool. R. Kelly's still locked in that motherfucker, man. Fucked up. He can't do his golden showers no more. That's bullshit. He can't make no more music. That's bullshit. He should make one in, in inside the jail, though. No, y'all not feeling that? All right, y'all, that's my time. I appreciate y'all. Y'all was, ooh, y'all was a good crowd, boy. <laughs>
Oh, you have two words. You have would and have. You chop off half because it's an SOB that owes you 250 bucks from the time you bailed them out. Done. Gone. You're left with would. You take the D, you pull it out just a little bit, you got woulda. You don't need half is what I'm trying to tell you. I should get out more, huh? Okay. Uh, I used to be more in touch with my body. And not in that way. Must everything be about sex with you people? Jeez. No, I mean that awareness you have when, you're, when you do yoga or exercise. I don't know. I don't do that kind of shit. I'm pretty much living my head. And don't take that the wrong way either, you twisted lot. I mean, I'm always having conversations about stuff in my head to try to understand. Why is that guy frowning? Is he mad at me? No, I think he's crabby like that. Are you sure? I think it's me. Well, I can tell you what I am in touch with my feelings, and I can feel you wanted a better ending for that joke. <laughs> Thank you, Pam. <laughs> uh, my last name is Kraut. It's a horrible name. People think Nazi, or worse, cabbage. All my life has been, what's your name? Lauren Kraut, as in sour. It's a slur against Germans, and we're Polish and Russian, Jews, if you will. Even if you won't, we're still Jews. The thing is, nobody thought to change Kraut. No, they changed their first names. Morris became Lawrence. Riv Rivka became Rita. Shlomo became Beatrice. Because you didn't want to sound Jewish. But what about sounding like coleslaw? Did anyone consider the damage that could do to a person's self-esteem? WTF, ancestors. What else have we got here? I was singing a song on my way here tonight. Perhaps you know it. I like to count things in my head because I have OCD. I like to drive myself insane and do so endlessly. You remember that Coca-Cola ad from the 70s? I'd like to teach the world to count and be obsessed like me where everything has a number to count and sometimes it won't rhyme. Everybody, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Ladies only, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. OCD is the real thing, not Coca Cola. I don't know what you guys were thinking. Mute me radio. Ooh, it's shiny soft. Okay. Uh, what else have we got here? How about um, how about a public service announcement? Here are some guidelines to follow if you ever find yourself in a psych ward. Surprise, but you didn't see that one coming. Or maybe you did. One, share your Rice Krispies when asked. This is not the place to make enemies. Pick your fights. Snap, crackle, and pop do not warrant a black eye. Peanut butter, Captain Crunch, I stab a bitch. Two, when your doctor asks, do you, want a, do you have a suicide plan? Tell her it's still at Kinko's. You make copies for everyone. Do not offer her $5 to go pick it up. FYI, Kinko's does carry those hard-to-find do-it-yourself obituary kits. All sales final, cash only at front. And three, do make friends with a phlebotomist. That's the guy who takes your blood. I find whenever a person wants, a, a man wants to stick something into me, it's best to be on a first-name basis. If you have any questions, see me after the show. I almost wrecked that joke by saying person instead of man, didn't I? 
No, you don't know? All right. Well, good. good. I didn't wreck that joke. I didn't wreck any joke. I'm never wrecking any joke. What haven't I done? What is it about being tucked in? You know how babies are swaddled? Little kids get tucked in for the night? Well, I'm a grown-ass woman in her fucking 60s, and I tucked myself into bed last night. Why? Because I'm just rocking the sophisticated senior shit. That's why. And let me tell you, it was like being back in my mother's womb, all safe and warm, a tad claustrophobic and no Wi-Fi, but rent-free and all the amenities of a fine Motel 6. Hey, Ma, turn up the volume. I'm digging this cold drain. Everyone should have a little tucked-in break scattered throughout the day. And time permitting, we could nap afterwards. Time for my 2 o'clock tuck. See you bitches in an hour. I like it. I'm going to take it to HR. If only I had a job. While I'm here, I'd like to express my sincere appreciation to the Roman Empire for inventing French toast with maple syrup. Yeah, they were the first to take their bread and dip it in some beaten egg with cinnamon and then fry that motherfucker in butter. Forget about inventing aqueducts or the Roman calendar. French toast! Why is it called French toast, I hear you ask? I heard you ask that. Very good. Thank you. Because Roman toast was already taken, that's why. We don't have this now. It fell out of public favor around 72 BC. But Roman toast... Oh, Roman toast was bread dipped in cat saliva with a pinch of nutmeg and then fried to perfection in a vat of jealousy and ambition. Also served with maple syrup. Shortly thereafter, the Romans invented brunch and the rude waiter. Okay, Marcus Antonius, you got 10 minutes to eat and get out. What do you want to order? That's right. Ancient Rome sounded just like Brooklyn, New York. You got a problem with that? No? All right, good. Do I keep going? Oh, okay. I think we find stuff in the most unlikely places, like loose change under the seats on the school bus. Ooh, look, 47 cents. Like rainbows and clouds, or compassion from an NRA lobbyist. The other day I found courage at the bottom of a bottle of Jack Daniels. Wasn't even looking for it. There it was. I was looking for oblivion. Couldn't find any of that. But courage, bravado, false hopes, fake confidence, that shit is just a wash in whiskey. I also discovered mediocrity at the post office. Think you'd have to go to the DMV for that. Nope. And today, right behind the frosted flakes was some leftover enthusiasm. It must have been there a while, because it was looking a little worn out. It was going like this. There, okay. That's a Tony the Tiger joke. You don't see those too often. Do I have time for one more? I'll wrap it up. Uh, yesterday I wrote a joke that had this phrase, babbling incoherently about the disparity of women in comedy. And I Googled babbling incoherently because I am a dedicated artist and I research my act outs. And I posted that on Facebook and Twitter when I found it too hilarious to keep to myself. Babbling incoherently took me to word salad which in turn left me at the doorstep of Sarah Palin. And you know what mouse, what dead mouse I found there. After that, I wrote this joke. I had three new bits off of one idea. I was God. Can you imagine how God felt when it created man? 
I mean, I was all thrilled because of three stupid jokes. God must have been delighted with himself for thinking up man. Who does God brag to? Is God tweeting, hashtag, I did it. Hashtag, I am God. Or is God on the phone? Oh, hey, Gabriel, guess what? No, really, guess. Not even close. I just invented man. Not sure what to do with him yet. I might make him a companion. What? A woman? What's that? No, I was thinking a dog. Yes, God is a dick. All right, that's my time. I'm Lauren Crowd. Thank you. Lauren Crowd, everyone. Yay. I love all your new stuff. It's super fun. Oh, my gosh. I love the thing about the names, too, um, because... My, I found out, my, so I never did 23andMe. I thought it was a dating app that I could meet 23-year-old men on, and that was not true at all. But my brother did it, and then he did all the ancestry. And it turns out that our surname isn't really Benjamin. It was Rakovsky, but they changed it to Benjamin to make it less Jewy. I'm like, it's still like, why would you come to Ellis Island and be like, we don't want to have this Rakovsky? So then we found out we had this whole different family, but they chose a different... They chose Benjamin. But it's the same thing. When Esther saved the entire Jewish people, how did she do it? Was she clever, great orator, great at sports? Nay. She had a hot rack and didn't look Jewy. Like that's how her name was Hadassah. They changed it to Esther. Like they were doing it way before Ellis Island. <laughs> no one likes like Lipschitz. I guess that's a terrible last name. I guess we would change that. I I uh, hey, so now we've got Fiat, who's going to battle. Who are we? Who are we going to be up against? Who wants to maybe go up next? So you're going to do. So what you do is you do cat tinfoil microwave. So cat beats tinfoil. Tinfoil beats microwave. Microwave beats cat. Here we go. One, two, three. Okay, microwave, microwave. So it washes. So another one. One, two, three. Okay, microwave beats cat. So you get to choose. Do you want to go up next or do you want to wait? Okay, you're a nice comedian coming up to the stage. Clap your hands in a wild slappy-like motion for Fiat Chase. Thank you, Pam. I didn't know Sarah Palin hung out with Dead Mouse, a DJ. That's pretty tight. I like electronic dance music. Um, Delta added a new, um, Delta Airlines added a new flying um, class seating arrangement ringside. I don't know if you guys saw the, the fight. T TMZ posted it. Like it was gnarly, but like give it up to the like give it up to the people fighting in the aisle between the seats on a flight during the holidays. Like I don't know what you do if you're the like the flight attendant in that situation. Like some guy squared it, you know what I mean? But it's like it's fucking ridiculous. But like the flight attendant, like they're pissed, right? They're like, sir, can I get you anything? Drink, beverage, yeah, um, steak, brass knuckles. You know what do you want? I had my first um, first Mile High Club experience not too long ago. I told people, oh, I told people I did. I had, I I went into. Have you guys been in uh, these good to go bathrooms? They're all like that's what it looks like. It looks like you're in the plain bathroom. So you know, I just threw a whack in there, and I and I I was like, you know, it just looked like you can't really tell. It's just kind of like part of my penis in the in the aluminum walls of the thing. And I'm like, Mile High Club, I posted that. You know what I mean? Got a lot of likes. Um, I gave, I think for the first time, and don't ask how old I am, 
for the first time, I, I gave a woman an orgasm the other day, and it was fucking rad. You know how I know? Because it sounded like 90s porn. Do you guys remember 90? I mean, I know I've been with some women. This shit was loud. It was fucking authentic. 90s porn, the women are having orgasms like every three minutes. It sounds like they're having an asthma attack, like on a, one of those old woman r- wooden roller coasters. You know what I mean? And my mom caught me one time, like, you know when you have like 75 windows open and then, then shit just like starts up. My mom's like cooking some meatballs and it's, like, mom, I, what is that asthma instruction video co- co- coming up on my computer? Mom, I'll take care of this right away. You know what I mean? So I fixed that. You know, sex is pretty, sex is pretty weird, man. Everything's weird nowadays, man. Fucking racism, holidays, holidays. People think I was homeless for five years. I'm doing a mix of old and new jokes. People think. The holidays are the toughest time to be homeless, you know? Nah, like organizations are, you know, giving away food and clothes, having events. Halloween, it's the toughest time, you know? Um, I was Kato Kalen the last Halloween I was homeless. No one knew who the fuck I was, so I nailed it, you know what I mean? It's fucking the best costume ever. People were guessing, uh, Joe Dirt, nope. The guy who sell koosh balls at the kiosk at the mall, nope. Kato Kalen, I go up to the door. I go for the new homeowners, you know, guys. They, like, they don't understand all the fine print on the homeowners insurance, so they're already kind of paranoid. They're easily fooled, right? And they're not just not expecting my ass, my homeless ass, dressed as Kato Kalen, you know. Come on, dude, come on. Another Tootsie Roll, come on. And then I just pretend I see something out of the corner of my eye, like, hey, girl over by the garage with the chef's hat and blowtorch. Julia Child, spin move, I'm in. Fucking home-cooked meal, shower, they're knocking. Sorry, no more candy. Fucking, I know how to make, I don't want to make a go of shit, man. I'm a fucking survivor. You know what I mean? I was doing these nature walks. When COVID first hit, I was doing these nature walks. I finally started going, like, down Chrissy Field, along the beach. Really nice walks up above, kind of Baker Beach up there. And um, it was really nice. And then I'm in the, and then I'm in the park, and I see, like, you know, these women with binoculars. You know what I mean? I'm like... How do I know they're not perverts? You know what I mean? So I'm fucking, I run a sting, you guys. You know what I mean? I'm fucking looking out for everybody. I'm running the sting. You know what I mean? I got I got a bird, pterodactyl. You know what I mean? So I'm fucking, I see them. When I see them with the binoculars, I get about 50 yards away. You know what I mean? I hit the ground. I got the bird out. You know what I mean? Hey, hey, what are you doing with the binoculars? I'm bird watching. Yeah, what it look like? Look like a, look like a, Pelican getting choked, hey pervert! You know what I mean. Sometimes, sometimes I caught him. Sometimes I didn't. You know what I mean. You gotta watch out for people. Um, I love nature. I like watching fucking. I want to see the outtakes, the fucking Earth outtakes, the David Attenborough outtakes. You know what I mean. I love that guy, but I heard about the underground outtakes, right? So he's coming up on. He's coming up on the fucking. Like, what David Attenborough is seeing fucking animals fucking, you know what I mean? Like, what is going on? I want, I heard about, it's like when you hear about the, the velvet under, I heard about this velvet underground tape where they're so high on amphetamines, you can't even tell it's them. I want to hear that. I want to see the Attenborough outtakes, right? The fucking, the Jaguars are fucking, you know what I mean? And he's fucking, oh, oh Jaguars, the Jaguars, oh, oh, fucking beautifully. Oh, you like, 
takes, he can get away with shit. All the animals know who he is. He fucking takes, this is what I heard. He takes out, the. he comes up behind one of the jaguars, takes out the jaguar penis. Oh, magnificent jaguar penis. Look at this, oh, this black beauty. I guess that's my time. I'll fiat chase you guys. Have a good night. <laughs> Fiat Chase, everyone. Wow. Jaguar penis. Yeah, we went there. That's fun. Uh, is everybody okay? What did you want for Christmas? Did you get it? No. What did you want? A big what? A big chubby woman? Cool. And that was, that was, that was an unattainable goal? That was an unattainable gift for you? Really? Were you putting yourself out there? See, were you even using this? Were you just thinking about it a lot? That's the step in the right direction. Hell yeah. Yeah, you will. You it's a law of attraction. Like what you, you know, what you come, what you think about comes true, you know? And, and you can come too. So that's right. Um, so do you want to, do you want to roast You want to, someone wants to smoke or then we can leave the door open so people can hear. I, I would just, I thought it was fucking cold. Uh, but we do have a couple comedians. This, I think this means Mike Bonds does not want to go up next since he's gone. So we're just going to go straight to John Alcabez. Um, I'm so excited that you're here. Thanks for coming up and supporting the room. It's like a frosty thing, but it doesn't have to be, but we're just doing time and having fun. And thanks for being here. Appreciate it on New Year's Eve. Put your hands together, everyone, for John Alcabez. Yay! What's up, guys? Merry fucking Christmas. It's here. The SantaCon itself. That's what Christmas should be called. They should switch. Um, did you guys attend the Santa Claus convention? No? Do you know what I'm talking about? Have you have you been, been caught in it? Has, has it ex- happened to you when all the drunk tech bros dress up like Santa Claus and ransack through a bunch of bars? It started here in San Francisco, and it spread like the fucking disease that it is. And now it's in like every major city. All my friends who go to SantaCon, they work in like real estate or like finance or whatever and I think they see those industry they see those industries the same way they see SantaCon where they're like look I mean I know it's not perfect but like what's the alternative what else could be done what are what are all those people in Santa Claus costumes supposed to go do now huh there's no place for them I had a I had a friend who was at SantaCon outside of some bar and the bar said like no SantaCon people if you're attending SantaCon like fuck off basically and, um, which is kind of funny, but then some drunk girl, some who is doing Santa Con too, because it's girls too. They 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 also uh, act like Santa. Um, some drunk girl was like, "That's discrimination," and people were laughing at her. But I think that could realistically be discrimination. That no Santa Con people policy. If some like fat dude with a white beard tries to go to that bar and they don't let him in. Like, come on, man. I'm just trying to trying to enter this bar. I don't know. I'm doing Christmas with my girlfriend's family tomorrow. 
never really done Christmas. I'm Jewish. And so she keeps being like, it's your first Christmas. It'll be your first time experiencing Christmas. And it's like, no, Christmas, The mo- from the moment that I it can experience consciousness and go into public in the month of December, Christmas shoves its big meaty cock down my child mouth. Um, yeah, sorry. That, I wasn't getting a reaction, so I said something vulgar. It's happened to all of us. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you do. You just say something about, yeah, so a, a very bad, heinous crime um, happening. I don't know. I... I have a lot of j- jokes about like Jews and anti-Semitism and how like it gets because there there's certain stereotypes about us Jews that like we're we're conniving or whatever. But like you look up the dictionary definition of conniving and then you look in the newspaper and like Jews do be conniving. Like we are <laughs> any given day on the newspaper. It's not the nicest way to phrase it, but it's like, oh, there's another Jew committing the act of conniving. I don't even conniving. It's a it's a harsh word. I think it just means like to do something bad. But there's just is there a non like even if someone's talking about I feel like even if someone's talking about like just someone who's totally not Jewish and they use the word conniving, people are like, ooh, maybe let's let's not. Um, okay, I have a couple stories from my adolescence that I wanted to tell, you know, just little, little lessons that I've learned as I've gotten older. Um, this first one, I think it was a good, it was, it was an important way to learn this lesson. I was, had my learner's permit and I was driving, my dad was in the passenger seat and my mom and my sister were in the back seat. And when you're learning to drive, like any little piece of fucking advice someone gives you is, is, is irritating. It's like, fucking shut up. So my sister, and especially if it's your sibling, they can get under your skin. So my sister was um, really just criticizing my driving, and I um, I called her the C word. I did. I was like, Sarah, you're being a crap sandwich right now. Um, and her and... No, I said the real one. But her and my mom both, we were, we were already pretty close to my house, so her and my mom both got out of the car. And um, and then my dad, it's just kind of silent for a moment, and then he just goes, uh, yeah, women really don't like that word. <laughs> I was like, for sure. Um, so I don't call people crap sandwiches anymore unless they're being really cunty, you know? Okay. All right. Yeah, I said it at the end. That's... Thank you. Where am I at? All right. Let's, I'll do. Oh, and then the other story from my youth was that I was at a party and I was like a freshman and I met someone who was like junior or senior aged and I asked him like, oh, where do you go to high school? And he was like, oh, I don't go to high school. I took the GED. And I was like, what's that? And he was like, oh, that's this test that you can take where if you pass the test, you don't have to go to high school anymore. And my honest-to-God reaction was, I was like, oh, fuck, you must be really smart. Like, you must be a genius. You just took that test, and now they don't make you go anymore? That's, wow. Um, All right, you guys, that has been my time. Thank you. I was going to have you keep going. We were just doing long sets because we're the only ones here. But yay, I enjoyed that very much. John Alcabez, yay. Everybody good? How's everybody doing? Bond's clearly not ready to go up yet because he's smoking. No, he is? Is he ready? Do you ready? Okay, good. 
He's ready. I'm excited. I'm always excited to see his jokes, hear his jokes. He's working on new jokes. He's got stuff going on. He's super funny. You know him. You love him. Put your hands together, everybody, for Mike Bonds. Yay! Man, don't clap that shit up, man. Don't clap it up for the only black oh the only other black guy in the room on Christmas Eve, right? Any Grinches up in here? Yeah? Somebody asked me to fucking be in a uh, a Christmas present giveaway the other day. Hey, Mike, join our Christmas giveaway. I'm like, how much is it to join? They're like $25. I'm like, fuck that. Why would I want to give you $25 to receive 20 I don't know what the fuck you're going to give me. They're like, it's a secret Santa. Fuck that secret Santa shit. You know what I mean? You know, I'm doing all my shopping this year at the 99 cent store. For real. That's where I'm doing all my shopping at. You know what I mean? And here's a little secret, man. I'm doing my shopping all on the 26th of December. You know what I mean? At the 99 cent store. So when I give motherfuckers their gifts, I'm like, hey, man, I ain't seen you since, you know, December 21st, man. I had the gift for you. You know, I had it for you, you know. That's how we rolling this year, man. Fuck these gifts. Gifts are for kids. Grown-ups, you don't need shit, you know. Somebody got me an Amazon $25 gift card. And I was like, what the fuck do I go on Amazon and buy for $25, you know. And I was checking. I'm like, oh, sausages for sale. Okay, good. Good, 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 good. And I was like, okay, I can buy a two-week supply of bath soap. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's good. I can buy some drawers. You know, bottom line is Amazon got a lot of shit on there. Too much shit, right? Seriously, man. Fuck, man. A uh, friend of mine's uh, added me into a messenger group the other day, man. Anybody, anybody had, had the experience where somebody just randomly added you into a messenger group? You guys had that experience? I hate that shit, right? You know, a friend of mine randomly added me to a fucking messenger group the other day, man. He's like, yo, Mike, man, uh, I want you to check out this messenger group we're in. You know, it's a bunch of guys just, you know, we're just trading naked pics of women. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Sounds fun. Count me in, right? So a couple days later, you know, I started getting some of the wildest, craziest porn I've ever seen in my life. It's like, damn it, man, what the fuck is this shit, you know? Crazy shit, dude getting a blowjob from three women while he was eating a cheesesteak. I was like, this is some crazy porn. This shit is amazing, though. You know? And, you know, I didn't know the dude too well, but, you know, I mean, I was like, you know, I'll fuck it, I'll join your messenger group. Why not? You know what I'm saying? And normally I'm not into crazy shit like that, but it's been three years since I've joined a group, and I can actually say it's been a fun three years, guys. <laughs> Because you do not know the, the fun it is to be sitting at a family dinner and then all, all of a sudden receive a messenger of, you know, some crazy porn on your phone and you're just sitting a bunch of, a bunch of, around a bunch of people and you look at your phone you're like, ha, look at everybody else. It's a fun feeling. Anyway, me and the group, we're all getting together next week and having a barbecue for New Year's Eve. We're pretty cool now, you know. <laughs> anyway, man. Jeez, um... San Francisco uh, meter maids, you're getting out. We got any meter maids up in here? No, I didn't think so. Okay. Anybody got a meter maid as a family member? Okay, I was going to say, fuck your whole life, you know? No, because meter maids are getting out of control these days, aren't they, though? Aren't meter maids just getting a little too bold and shit? You know what I'm saying? I parked in a fucking red zone the other day, man, and a meter maid walked up to me and started a casual conversation with me, man. Hey, I like the Niners, man. Niners are pretty cool. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, man, you know, we're doing okay. We're. As he's writing me a fucking ticket. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Standing in front of my own car. Ain't this about a bitch, you know? Then after the conversation, he hands me the ticket, you know? 
I'm like, damn, you set me up pretty well for that, man. I should, <laughs> damn, I should tell this joke on stage one day. Because <laughs> you, I did not see that one coming, man. I did not see that one coming. You know, so anyway, they trying new ways to fuck with us now, man. You know, anybody seen these fucking uh, new robots on the street and shit walking down the street? Am I not the only one that's that high? I know I ain't the only one that's that high, you know what I mean? <laughs> I know I'm not that high on walking down the street seeing robots and shit. Have you seen these new robots walking down the street? No? Okay. Well, I'm going to try that strand again tomorrow and figure out if I can see those robots walking down the street, man. I could have sworn I seen some robots walking down the street the other day, man. Seriously, man. You know, I wasn't on shrooms or anything like that. I really wasn't. I was I was actually pretty sober, man. But there was some people walking next to the robots, you know, obviously, you know. I think in 2022, that's what that's what's going to happen. Robots are going to take over the world if they haven't already, you know. I'm pretty sure my phone is watching me, you know. The phone's like the, the robot that we have by our side the whole time, you know what I'm saying? Fiat, I'm pretty sure my phone is watching me, you know, especially through these apps, man. I was using the Waze app the other day, and Waze was like, hey, Mike, it's a Popeye's about a half a block away. You like to get on over there? I'm like, damn it, phone, you know me so well. I got a few minutes to kill. Get me on over there anyway. Fuck, man. Man, um, Sriracha people, y'all from another planet. We got any Sriracha sauce lovers in the house, man? Yeah, you like Sriracha? You from another planet, man. You guys, I don't know how you can get so addictive to a hot sauce. You know what I'm saying? Everybody that I know that loves sriracha sauce don't just love this shit. They love that shit. You know what I mean? You know, a buddy of mine's man, he's he's just in love with sriracha sauce, man. I go over his house, he's got sriracha sauce bottles everywhere in his living room, empty sriracha sauce bottles, all kind of shit going on, you know? The other day he asked me, he's like, hey, Mike, man, there's a sriracha sauce convention in San Diego. Think you might want to come with me? Fuck no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I am not about to go to a sriracha sauce convention. I'm not about to do that, man. That's not how my life is. I'm I'm, pre I'm pretty sure my life is going better than that right now. You know, that's like a step down of going to a Star Trek convention or something like that. I don't know, man. It's not that's not happening with me, you know. But I walked into his bathroom the other day and I saw an empty bottle of sriracha sauce in his bathroom, you know, which leads me to believe it's okay to jack off with sriracha sauce, you know. That's what you think, Fiat? It's okay to, with the shit. Yeah, you know another usage of that shit i don't know man. that's life man yeah christmas right you guys enjoying this christmas this year man you guys enjoying people have been in the, in the giving mood this year haven't they people have been a little too fucking nice this year right i don't know man you know you know everybody's over covid now we got to get used to this shit again you know everybody look he's wearing the mask now he's like the only sane person in the room right now everybody else is like fuck a mask but we all socially distanced you know what i'm saying this shit's coming back, though. Corona's, corona ain't no joke, is it? Corona's like the Michael Jordan of all diseases and shit. You know what I'm saying? Isn't it, though? We we should just name this motherfucker the GOAT. You know what I mean? You know, because this motherfucker didn't overcome a lot of shit. And it, it done mutated a few times. You know what I mean? Now we got some new shit out. Now I don't know what the fuck to make of this shit. You know what I mean? They telling everybody it's going to fuck you up even more. I'm like, did the first shit fuck me up? Man? I don't know. Let me think, you know? But I think, I think that smoking weed prevents coronavirus, you know, because I smoke a lot of weed and I ain't got the shit yet, so I'm putting those two and two together, you know what I'm saying? What you think? I should put those, you know, I'm not a scientist, but, you know, I'm also not a square either, you know. Straight up, the stronger the weed, the better it, the better it is to protect us from coronavirus. That was Pam said that, you know. You know, <laughs> that wasn't just me. A white lady made that one up, you know. 
I won't take the credit for that. That was my inner white lady talking, y'all. I got a inner white lady in me. You know, no, that would be funny if I did. I don't, but that would be funny if I did because then I would know what privilege is. I'm just fucking with y'all. I'm just fucking with y'all. You know, for real, man. I asked my white friend the other day, "How does white privilege feel?" He told me it feels like pancakes and syrup on a Sunday morning. God damn, man! <laughs> did you have to explain it like that? <laughs> you could, you could have been like, "It feels good." You had to explain it like the best shit. Like, damn, it feels that good, warm too. Damn, I want to stick my dick in some white privilege. I'm sorry, man. Some attractive shit right there. How does it feel? Does it feel good? Look, he said it feels okay. I can't, you know, give divulge all of my, you know, you know. We got all of these fucking uh, new movies coming out, Matrix and shit. You know, we just had the Matrix come out. Anybody go see that yet? Clap it up. You seen the new Matrix? Yeah. Oh, he's the only one that's seen it. So shut the fuck up. Don't tell nobody, right? <laughs> we don't want to know, right? <laughs> you know. I'm waiting until they do another Batman movie, you know, because everybody knows that, you know, the Batman and the Joker was pretty much the, the author wrote pretty much about two crazy motherfuckers, two mentally insane motherfuckers, you know what I mean? They just both went crazy in two different ways, right? You know, Batman had the worst trauma. He had to see his parents get murdered and shit, you know what I mean? You see your parents get murdered in front of you, that's going to fuck you up for life, you know? I think I want a crime fight after that. I don't know, either that or heroin, either one, you know what I mean? He chose the better part, you know. Fuck it, I'm gonna save the world, you know. You know, and Joker, you know, he he's just he's just one 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 gunshot away from seeing a therapist. You know what I mean? Like it's it, it real talk, man. I think those guys are just too crazy. But we all, every time we write about a superhero, is we're literally writing about a mentally insane person. You know what I mean? And how they how the way they deal with their mental health issues, <laughs> right? For real, man. I was thinking about writing a character, writing a uh, superhero character. You know. Negro man, <laughs> you know, Negro man, yeah, right, he look, he's sitting there like, in front of all these white people, you goddamn right, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, yeah, first of all, Negro man would have a 14-inch penis, and that would pretty much be his, uh, you know, <laughs> be his uh, superpower there, you know, would that be your superpower if you had a 14-inch penis, that would just be a problem, right, if you had a, it'd just be a problem, right, <laughs> Superpower? Fuck no, that's a problem. Anyways, guys, I'm Mike Bonds. It's been my time. I'm going to bring the coolest white lady that I know back up to the stage. Oh, I'm sorry. And then there's Pamela here. <laughs> I thought we were talking about somebody. <laughs> Mike Bonds, everyone. Yay. No, I, I expected one to come up. Hell yeah. <laughs> Mike Bonds, Mike Bonds. Oh, you were talking about white privilege? So uh, real quick, I have one story about white privilege. Uh, this is uh, this is the one moment I realized in San Francisco that I it, indeed have white privilege. So it was like 1.45 in the morning. I was leaving the bar. I was super drunk, and I'd taken my shoes off. I was wearing dumb girl shoes, right, like the high heels, and a stupid – it was cold, and I had my dumb little thing. I probably wasn't even wearing a bra. And I, I've got my shoes, and I'm, I'm, I've got them in mission. I was at 14th in mission, and I'm, I'm waving my shoes in the air, and I'm like – I need a cab. I need a cab. I need help. I need a cab. And um, a policeman, they, two police, they drive right up next to me, and they go, ma'am, ma do, you, do you need help? And I was like, I need to go home, and the bus isn't coming, and I need a cab. And they were like, would you like a ride? And they drove me home to the Tenderloin, the cops. SFPD, woo! My point is that if I was any other color than white, I would have been taken to the drunk tank because I was like screaming in the street 
with my shoes like, ah, help me. <laughs> okay. Just saying, white privilege exists, and I felt it for realsies. Yay, I'm so lucky. Yay. Hey, Sarah. Nice to see you. You're a sweet, sweet puppy girl. Look at that. All right. Uh, our next comedian who's up, you're, you're our last comedian, too. It's exciting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Julio. Put your hands together, everybody, for Julio. Yay! So, you ever work at a job that uh, has Secret Santa, and then, like, they put, like, a price, like, cap on it? They're like, all right, everybody, we're going to give your coworkers gifts, but not more than $20. So, when you work at, like, a weed dispensary... $20 worth of weed is different to each person. <laughs> He's like, I got a gram. I got an eighth. I got a half ounce of some Bammer. $20. All right. Um, so do you guys know why al alcoholics love the weather that we're having? The possibility of mudslides. Um, you know what's so hard about dating a vegan girl that you meet on Tinder? Because they never let you just meet them. They always want you to go beyond meet them. Um, so you ever have somebody that you don't really trust want to come stay with you for a few days, but but you, but you don't trust them, but you want to seem cool, so you just, like, bitch-proof your house before they come over? Get all, like, your expensive shit and put it somewhere else, like a storage or something? You can't really... Uh, Bitch-proof a house from someone who smokes meth. Because a tweaker, they turn into like a, a Yosemite Sam Gold Rush 49er. They're like, there's copper. In the Sorry, there's copper in their walls. Yeah, so when your house is bitch-proof, they ain't going to find nothing. They're going to try to raid your fridge. They're, they're going to find some expired food bank food. Try to raid your medicine cabinet. They're just going to find regular Tylenols and uh, some antidepressants. Zoloft. Zoloft sounds like a drug that would be a lot of fun, but it's not. Um, even because the name sounds fun, it got a Z in it, like Xanax. There's Lofts. Real kickback, you know. Um, you could even give it a, like a cute girl name, like Molly, but, but we'll call it Zoe. Somebody's like, hey, bro, you got that Zoe? That 101, baby. Um, yep. Uh, oh yeah, speaking of like meter maids, what's up? Like, you know, you do one small mistake and you get a ticket, but in San Francisco, there's people parked all the way on top of the sidewalk for a week. Nothing fucking happens to them. Because the meter maid sees that car and they're like, I ain't fucking with that guy. He's fucking crazy. Don't give a bat fuck about nothing. Um, sorry. <laughs> uh, she. All right. Um, you know, uh, you guys have heard of open relationships? I like to call them ho hoping relationships. Because one person in the relationship is like always hoping something better happens. They're like, hey, you know, this is cool for now, you know. At least until I get on my feet, find someone that'll take me serious. But hey, I'm getting pussy. That's all that matters, right? You know what's better than getting laid? Going on a hike. 
there's nothing like it you know just you and nature by yourself looking at the stars and you jack off on your hike better than sex you want to get kinky you could like find a cock feather and tickle your ass a little bit so uh you ever go to like a uh I like San, I like San Francisco because I meet people from all over the country. You know, I had a neighbor; she was from Wisconsin. She said, "You never had a Wisconsin beer before." I was like, "Wisconsin beer is that when you get like a can of nacho cheese, pour a shot of vodka in it, and then stir it up?" Yeah, I had that. I call those nacho latas. Nacho lata sounds like something that they serve at Taco Bell. You know, some non-authentic Mexican food. You want to know how if you go to a Mexican restaurant and you want to know if it's authentic or not. Yeah, I'll I'll tell you right now. Not if it's not authentic, it's uh, Mexican food. It's it's because all their uh, Selena posters are Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> um, so some people might say that dating a chola is a red flag. I don't think so. Not all the time. Sometimes it's a blue flag essay. Um, <clears throat> all right. Uh, All right, I'm trying to think something. Uh, all right, I think I'm done. Oh, I can't think of anything. All right. What do you think, folks? Oh, Frosty's voice. Yeah, let's bring up Frosty a little bit more so we this can hear him. is the Empire Strikes Back. John Williams and the Boston Pops Orchestra. I found this record. I also love Star Wars. So this is Frosty Nugs' old um, podcast from 2014, since he died a year ago tonight. So we're doing him. We can listen to him. Yeah, he's still around. Do you? Does anybody believe that? That? Oh, we should clap again. I'm sorry. Clap for Julio. Yay! That's that's like my theory about death. That as long as you think about people, then they're still around because thought is real. Like if you believe in Socratic thought right that thought is what makes us people and thought is the basis of everything that and thought is real because when you think of something and it's like the chair but platonic chair like if you think of a chair that chair is real it doesn't matter if it's that chair it's a chair but you could think of a different chair but your chair is real right that's all the chair but if you so so if thought is real and then we think about people once they're gone they're still here so every time I hear Frosty on the station, I'm like, oh, he's still here. Yay. Just like the chair. Anyway, I miss the guy. I know we never even slept together. Imagine if. <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, I'll do like two more jokes just because we have Strange and, uh, and Angel are here and they're people, real people with souls. Uh, clap it up for the two real audience people. Civilians. Civilians. Meow. Uh, do you, you're not a vegan, right? Do you know vegans though? I mean, you're a rainbow family. You must know a ton of vegans. Do they eat bread? Do vegans eat bread? Because I, because and I, I understand this because I bake bread. I actually bake bread today. But, but if it has yeast, 
that now that's the thing well here's the thing so i you don't think the bacteria cast well so but here's what you do when you bake bread but isn't it a living thing so when you you take the yeast it's in a dormant state it's not a plant it's in a dormant state and you make it alive you add sugar you feed it and you make it like burp and fart and then you make your dough and then you enslave it into the dough and then it like lives and it it make and it makes it bigger right but then you heat up the oven and you murder entire cultures bread is some nazi shit bro <laughs> like bread i can't believe vegans eat bread you get they so that's my vegan bread thing. Well, and you mentioned, someone was mentioning cheese earlier. Someone was mentioning cheese. And if I had to choose for the rest of my life between sex and cheese, I'm totally going cheese. Like 100%, no? So I don't understand vegans. I'm like, no, like sex, like having sex with people. If I had to choose, no, I mean any like I will forgo orgasms for the rest of my life. If I am told, if I have to have the choice, no more orgasms for the rest of my life or no more cheese for the rest of my life, I'm absolutely going cheese. 100% every time, cheese. D does that make me? So, but that's why I don't understand vegans because they don't eat cheese, right? They eat cashew cheese, which is not cheese. It does not melt. It's not cheese. And so I want to save the vegans by using my body in the way God intended because they breastfeed their children. So I want to squeeze my titty milk to make cheese to save the vegans. Right? Because they will, if they breastfeed their children, 100% consent-based milk. They'll eat this cheese. And I smoke and eat so much marijuana that when we pump my titty juice, I can make TH cheese. To save the vegans, everyone wins. And then the question becomes, can I get high off my own supply? Can I finally reach weed singularity? It's thing. I heard, though, if you do meth and you drink your pee, that it gets you high again. <laughs> it's going to make you crazy. I, I, I've never drank my own urine, though. Anybody drink their own urine? A little bit? What for? <laughs> I mean, if it was I mean, I've accidentally drank some baby pee because I've changed diapers and they've peed in my mouth, like while their diaper is off a little bit. But I mean, what's in baby pee? Like, it's probably good for you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, let's end this. Um, thank you all for being here tonight. <laughs> really appreciate it. Clap it up for Chad running the ones and twos. Um, for your two real audience members, for yourselves. It's like this tepid clapter for yourselves. Um, but thank you. I know it's New Year or Christmas Eve, and I hope everyone has a lovely holiday and whatever you do, and be safe. And uh, yeah, thanks for coming out. And think, everybody think about Frosty. Oh, we miss you, Frosty. R.I.P. Frosty. Okay, bye. Empire Strikes Back here at Mutiny Radio is kind of significant that our little empire strikes back <laughs> to the old empress. Whatever. I don't know. I don't know what it's right. called. I am uh, your host, Frosty Nugs, sitting here with, as always, Sean Lamar and a friendly drop-by Bay Area comedian, Chris Kanatzer. What up, Chris? <laughs> Just trying to do a little Darth Vader for you. A little Darth. A little Darth. Uh, tell us about your evening. It has been a, a wild evening here, Muni. 
Uh, where were you at? Yeah, I feel like I missed a lot of the fun. Uh, I was doing a show in Sebastopol at the Woodford Brewery. Nice. With uh, some other comics. Yeah, it was a nice show. It was fun. Good and show. I rolled um, back in the show. My first thoughts, I got out of my friend's car, and I just walked over to Mutiny. Yeah. See, what's, see what's going on. Well, you know, it's great because you're living over here in the hood now. So it's, yep. it's it's totally like whenever you're on your way home, you might as well just drop on by, see what's kicking you. Yeah, there's always something really exciting going on here. Like, honestly, yesterday I walked by and was in a funk. And here you were doing a show that was somebody else's show, and there was random. Yeah, there was a there was a beautiful lady who was taking her clothes off in the studio. <laughs> you uh, know, she was supposed to be with nice. us. Sean tonight. was here I'm playing the ukulele. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah, it gets pretty it cheered wild me up. here. It's, it does. It gets wild it's here, wild. Mutiny. It does. Uh, is everyone hearing themselves good here? Yeah, oh, testing, oh, testing. Up I know that mic is crazy hot. This one? Yeah. yeah. I just right. keep it low. I just, uh, I just, I step back. There you go. Boom. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Actually, you yeah, you don't, you don't even have to get, like, sometimes you gotta get up in there. That one, you can, like, sit this yeah. far back and it works fine. No, I'm good on this mic. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, LL Cool J. Mama said, knock you up. Right? Remember that mic? It was upside she down. She did. She yeah. did. Right. This is getting pretty, uh, what is it? Tormentuous? Is that a word? Like, uh. It is now. It is right now. Woo! It's getting chaotic. The Empire Strikes Back. Don't call it a comeback. Don't call it a comeback. Oh, yeah. They've it's been here show. for years. So, uh, what day is it? It is Monday night or Tuesday morning, whichever way you look at it. Are you tomorrow? No, you are on Thursdays. Uh, tell yeah. us about your show. Uh, it's the Lonely Lunch. Airs every Thursday from noon to two. I don't know whether or not you can actually hear it live, and it doesn't matter to me if you do. <laughs> Just go and get the podcast. Pick whatever podcast you like. Uh, last week, uh, you know, I, I people always ask me, "What do you do on the show?" I don't do anything. I don't talk. I barely talk. I just play <laughs> some music, play some old classic comedy clips. Uh, last week was two hours of music and comedy devoted to heroin. Hell yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of really great rock and roll and uh, some really great sad songs written about uh, heroin addiction. I just was in that sort of mood. And a week before that, had Juliana Lustenader, a local singer-songwriter, come perform a live set. She was amazing. Uh, this week, I have uh, Mark and Naomi, a couple from Germany who are touring California right now, and they play a lot of interesting uh, instruments like the glockenspiel, and they sing funny songs, so they'll be doing that thing. This Thursday, and I'll play some Nico Case because I always play Nico Case on pretty much every show, and uh, and some other fun music. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, listen, listen if you want. If you don't, hey, read we a were book listening or before. I, before I think we because books exist. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, and before we took over yesterday, I think your podcast was playing. I got a, a taste of the Lonely Lunch, and uh, you got some great music on there. Yeah, thanks yeah. a lot. Uh, uh, Stefania was shout out to really loved it actually. She's a big fan of like the jazz stuff you were playing. Shout yeah, out nice. to all the DJs here. I I've I've turned on sometimes at like just random times and whoever is on is just playing some dope ass music. There's all the time. So many different kinds of uh, music. Yeah. And, and like always, everybody's always passionate good. about what they're playing, so you get the best of the best. Yeah, there's and a even lot if it's of... not your thing. Uh, you know, there are so many great and talented individuals that come up here in Mutiny every day, and not just the uh, the people that are part of the collective, but people that just walk by. That's oh, like yeah. decide to pop oh, yeah. in, and all of a sudden they blow your mind. Like tonight, uh, uh, speaking of something like this, tonight we got the CD in our hand here. Kevin Kenny Corlew. Kenny Crowley, yeah, Kenny. Uh, high on the world. Oh yeah, he just stopped by. He brought a dude with a stand-up bass. It's like how many times do people drop by with a stand-up bass? Not you know? every night. 
The whole crew was just fucking cool as shit. Yeah, they, they, they were great. Three. They three took us piece, down the block. You know, little percussion, uh, acoustic guitar, oh, and yeah. and stand up bass, and some vocals, and they they were. They were killing it. They rocked it. Uh, we will be playing a track uh, soon enough from Kenny Crowley. But uh, keeping it going here with Chris Kanatzer. Ah, what do you think? Thank you. Star Wars 1 through 6, what's your favorite? Uh, this is it, Empire Strikes Back, Episode 5. I think most people like... I mean, I was a kid. It was right in my wheelhouse. The one? That's the one you like? Yeah, I was like 10 years old when this shit came out. And it was yeah. just, It just fried my mind. It was so What good. about you? Which one? I saw it in the... I saw it in the um, the uh, drive-in. Dude, did you ever go to like a drive-in? Do they have oh, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, they still have them in the Midwest. There's there's a couple of active ones like Bloomington, Indiana's got one. Yeah, there was a really one. awesome one on Long Island. My dad would take me to it all the time. It was so cool because it's like we'd like go get Wendy's. We had like a routine. Oh wait a minute, know? this this is this is Superman, isn't it? Or is this still Empire this Strikes still Back? Still Empire Strikes Back, but they have a lot of similarities. Yeah, this kind of sounds like the Flying with Lois music. Or they might have maybe gone back into it. They might have gone back into it because this is like a live performance with the Boston Pops. Ah, uh, okay. But yeah, I think, could be no, from I think Star that Wars was too, the I'm end of sure. Star Wars. My, uh, my this is some love scene. It's very past Star world. Wars is the uh, episode three. Um, this is where Luke it's probably like is caressing. Wait, you should talk about the last one. The last one. That yeah. I can't remember uh, which this one is where that Luke is because, caressing Princess Leia. Well, this is Leia the one where uh, telling her everything's gonna be okay. Where he basically turns into Dark Vader. Oh yeah. yeah. See, now I definitely have some problems with that. Exactly, and I knew you would because you guys, <laughs> you guys are. I don't want to say you guys are legitimately Star Wars fans because that would be saying that I was not a legitimate Star Wars fan, oh, yes. which I am. It's for I'm just from a different era, and mm. to me, like. That one, that third one, that tied all that shit together. It like, did, to but me, I, I just had a problem. Well, I mean, you mean episode Lucas, three or Return episode of the three. Jedi? No, episode, yeah, three. episode three. Yeah. Well, I just, just, I just, I, it blew my mind. Matter of fact, I, I'll, say first, I'll say this. I'll say this though. The, 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 Wait, let me say this. The third one actually made me get into all of them. Yeah. So like, I, I like I, 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 I saw them before, but like until I saw that one, like that one was just like. Oh shit! I did it! Like oh god! I not now I went back and watched all the other ones, you know. But like that was the one. Like it just that was it for me. That I just I just had a problem, quite frankly, when when they show what Anakin becoming Darth Vader and they're screwing the face onto him or whatever. It's so Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah, it's totally. It and then he's like. <laughs> And he then he, he like literally screams no up into the sky, which is by the way how everyone makes fun of overly dramatic movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, come on, George Lucas, like really? I really thought. I mean, there's nothing better than like four, five, and six. And even though the technology or whatever you know was better for the one, two, and three, like really, like they were kind of shitty movies compared to the original. I don't think three. the third one was. I really like, don't. The original Number two, three Star Wars. Like, I wasn't really was, into I don't know, maybe it. Maybe I'm nostalgic. Uh, episode two. one. I didn't really like it either. Nah, I, I was but like the third one, like you. it was action. I don't know. It was it was smarter than me. Like the third one, I, I, I'm not saying the third one <laughs> is better than the first three. Yeah. I'm just it was definitely better than the the last two that came before them. Like episode one and two, I didn't I didn't really like those. Like the whole race. I remember scene, everyone I, hated uh, Jar Jar Binks. Everyone uh, hated her. I did Big like uh, Jar Jar Binks. I did like the. <laughs> Darth Maul guy, because I thought like yeah. if, if if I was gonna have a bad guy, 
that's what the fuck he would look like. He looks scary. And the double saber, that was pretty. Yeah, that was he's pretty, pretty badass. So, uh, yeah, but besides that, and I do appreciate the that episode of Star Wars. What is it? Episode one. Yeah, for being Liam Neeson's last movie, in which he wasn't just a pissed off guy kicking everyone's ass. <laughs> Yeah, right. All he does now Leo is just Mises. go around just yeah, kicking everyone's yeah. ass in the whole movie. Did like he's doing it on a plane right now. You see the wolf on a plane. He's That's doing it on true. a plane right now. And then his <laughs> the guy the guy's a, a worldwide expert on having uh, recovering he, kidnapped he, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And his family is constantly kidnapped. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Is it is this taken? Don't, don't there three? have to be some measures you take at home? Is that what it is? Is it taken three? No, it's. I think it's a different. It's, it's a not different, called Taken. It's, no, it's not. It's but not it's part the of the Taken shit. franchise. Yeah, but it's the same shit uh, on a plane. I can't wait for Taken three <laughs> though. Like, who are they gonna take? Like, third time. Come on. <laughs> Shame on you, Liam Neeson. Right. Shame on you. Did you, you know, guys see the one with him? When it works, it no, works. Not he was a wolf, but he was like on a plane crash and. There was wolves trying to. Oh yeah, he had to, he had to kick animals' asses. Gray, right? Yeah. He, oh yeah. He's going oh, around yeah, kicking yeah. animals' yeah, asses. Yeah, right. That's what I was saying. He's always yeah, kicking yeah, everyone's ass in the whole movie. That's what I he feel, does. As an actor, he just went in and told his agent, like, "Listen, I've always wanted to just be like a superhero, and now every movie is just but he him is, like every ass. The, way, the, way, like, the way the movie ends is, <laughs> is there's a there's him, right? There's him, and then there's the big main wolf, and they're both looking at each other, and then <laughs> he rushes. <gasps> You know, like really. Yeah. Do you remember the name That's of this Liam movie? Neeson. I remember it's gray, this. It's like Gray, The Gray, or Enter the Gray, or something like. We can look it up. Yeah. Um, we Nelson. could. We could. I think that's what it is. The Gray. I went to the movie theaters inside, and it's very high or drunk. Yeah, Either that's one. It's all he does now. Is just every the opening of every Liam Neeson movie now should just be starring Liam Neeson, and everyone else is just gonna get their ass kicked. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't need to know their name. So uh, we're coming in Crap. back, uh, back around with the original. Right. Oh yeah. I feel like we should have some dialogue here. Can you read the uh, scrolling? Uh, oh, the beginning. Yeah. The galaxy far, long, long far time away. Ago. Oh yeah. The galaxy far, far away. Yes, true classics here. Rebel troops and soul sausage on, on the air. planet of Tatooine. It is, <laughs> it is 12:30. We are having a blast here. Sean Lamar, Chris Kanatzer. We're gonna get back to some music with some James Brown. And I feel that old feeling coming on. Yeah, while he neglects to close the mic, I'm just gonna say goodnight, everybody.
Sounds booming out of Jeep where I'm from. Cocoons hide the youth. Swoon units hundred proof. You want some beef? They will cut you some where I'm from. The beats is infinite where I'm from. Voodoo at Shubanin. Gangster lean where I'm from. I'm interplanetary. My insect movements vary. It's kinky if it's hair. G where I'm from. The fire hoses blow. It's purple when it's snow. I do a hit and go. Split. It's hip. What's hip? When hip is just the norm. Cause planets pledge allegiance to the funk in all its forms. The cake, the dance, the prints on all the shirts. My grandmother told my mother it's Some sounds booming out of Jeep where I'm from. Cocoons hide the youth. Swoon units hundred proof. You want some beef? They will cut you some where I'm from. The beats is infinite where I'm from. Voodoo at Shubanin. Gangsta lean where I'm from. I'm interplanetary. My insect movements vary. It's kinky if it's hair. G where I'm from. The fire hoses blow. It's purple when it's snow. 
I do a hit and go. Split. It's hip. What's hip? When hip is just the norm. Cause planets pledge allegiance to the funk in all its forms. The kinks, the dance, the prints on all the shirts. My grandmother told my mother it's Africa at work. On vibes, we freak. Them universal beats. You find it at the spot, you hit it ends of every week. We twist, exist, to spin the maddest hits. Up here, funk is our neighbor, so we paid her a visit. The lip we sit can house the nine zips. For rock, we can't do nothing. But it's we come equipped. Off disc, off tape, rap blast until from eight. The really, truly fat, the fly, on the flip. Coco gotta know how planets gotta roll. Speak the mega cool, get funky as a goal. It's calm, relax, with only some new jacks. The axe on the funk, but don't play the role. Where you from? This is in, this is me fly. I'm in two places. This is me fly. Space and all the hit places we fly. But yeah, money was the hats underneath my life. Wicked dick plans got team where I'm from, where I'm from, it's Clarence 13, where I'm from, where I'm from, brothers took the beats and got fly, why, that's most ass by 85, where I'm from, faking the funk, you get dead, projects, tenements, pyramids, where I'm from, we're living off that boom boom crack, it's that hip hop rockers jazz when I max, peace be the greeting of the insect tribe, pestilent forces can't catch the vibe, we live to love and we love to rock mics, we speak in ghetto tongue, cause ghetto's the life, so get a buffet plate The lyrics are so fat You might gain weight So just watch me step alone Into the sunset Left foot, right foot One, two, mic check Brewing funk inside my soul kitchen So pull up a chair Here's a bit Have a listen A hard hit intervene Damn, I know you flew Yeah, cause doodle ain't having it And butterfly knew it Where you from? This is me Lay it on pieces, we fly. Space and orders, places we fly. Joke for the G rides, never. Yeah, you know what's like. Venus at the pool at the square, right? Yeah. Doctors, engineer, and a pair, right? Yeah. Hip hop made a point last year, right? Yeah. But planets is the joint this year, right? Yeah. Planets got the duds and lift to grass hop. Duck out from the fuzz that swept the hip hop. Rising like we foam, get it from the dome. I'm from where the fat beats stretch for mad blocks. We can get a kick without no breath. Beats go straight to the head. Fall into a club, dig on what we love. It be past six before we reach back. But if it's a relic, we say those are fat. Doodle making silk, the quad, where it's at. We knew the step was set for rap to take a step. So we treat our clips just like busting caps. Whip it till dawn, kick it till dawn. Hip hop is a fix or else we be gone. People thought they canned it. Rap is not by bandits. Diggable planets got it going on. Everywhere, every, everywhere. Everywhere. Star Wars themed event. I don't know why. Mainly because I was digging through the crates and found such an awesome LP. John Williams and the Boston Pops. What a joyous, festive evening it's been here at Muni. Still rocking it. Almost 1 a.m. Uh, I'm going to keep it light on the talk. 
unless we have some more special guest arrivals. But uh, we're gonna keep it rolling with some music. Coming up next is the Upsetters and Friends with Freak Out Skank.
folks riding it solo at the top of the hour 1 a.m. here on the west coast frosty nugs soul sausage on there we were just listening to the mighty diamonds past that coochie uh, before that was the Mars Volta day of the Baphomets I love that that record uh, in particular that track, really killer bass playing on that and drums, um, that 
band always blew my mind. Uh, the best players in that band get no credit for anything. But the two songwriters, they are geniuses, but I really listen to them because of the drums and the bass. Uh, before that, Upsetters, Freak Out, Skink. Keeping that Star Wars rolling. We are going to uh, go back a little earlier during Mikey Valentino's show. Some people walking the street dropped by to say hello. And it was Kenny Crowley and his band. And they did a little set. It was killer. Uh, and I'm going to play you a couple tracks off of his record, High on the World. Uh, definitely check him out. I think he said he was playing the chapel. I could be wrong about that. Uh, but he is playing somewhere here in San Francisco on Thursday. That's this Thursday. Uh, look out for him. Kenny Cry, super talented. Uh, him and his whole crew. Really awesome stuff. Uh, and that's one thing about Muni that's really uh, been drawing, drawing me in more and more. It really is a great collective. All sorts of people drop by. Some wind up joining just from dropping by uh, and wind up doing their own radio show. Really cool place to be. Come check it out sometime, 21st of Florida, San Francisco, California. Deep in the heart of the mission, give me a call, 415-550-0511. And here he is, Kenny Crowley, with love and pride. you breathe. 